Hello everybody and welcome to the third episode of Home and Array Character Talks. This episode will be focusing on Bella Nixon. Now, there's two disclaimers. Number one, there will be spoilers in this podcast for UK viewers. As viewers may know, Bella left Australia screens last week and UK about a month behind, so some spoilers will be involved. And the second one is be prepared for anyone whose triggers are mental health, self-harming and just stuff like that because that will be mentioned in this podcast because they were featured heavily in Bella's storyline. Anyhow, I'm just going to dive right into my Bella character talks now. So, now I'm just going to talk about Bella's backstory. As viewers may know, Bella was mentioned ages before she properly came into the show. This was because her brother, Colby Fawn, came in at the beginning of 2018 and you soon learnt that he became a cop to look for his sister, Bella. Now, Bella had been taken by her abusive father, Colby's stepfather, Ross Nixon, and Ross had also killed Bella's mum, Michelle. So, what happened was Colby searched for Bella and you soon discover that Bella and Ross moved from house to house and were living, like, far out of town. Bella Hef was using crossbows to protect herself and hadn't really had much of a childhood or anything like that. Instead, it was just her and her dad. She believed that her mum had left, but it turned out that she was dead. And it was clear that Bella did have a bit of interest in photography from early on because her mum had an interest in photography also. Now, that isn't much of Bella's backstory, I know, but that's just the main part of her backstory that I believe needs mentioning and that was the main focus of the backstory in the show. So that's just a little bit about Bella's backstory. So now, Bella arrived near the end of 2018. So her arrival happened after Colby and Dean had finally tracked Bella down after all those years of Colby searching for her. They found her at an isolated house where she had been living with her dad, Ross. Now, she had been told by Ross that Colby was a bad guy and would hurt them. So initially, Bella tried to run away from Colby, even threatened to pair with a crossbow and took refuge just to make sure she was safe. So that when Ross got there, he could protect her from Colby. However, when Dean and Colby had noticed that that Bella was trying to delay them from leaving, they kidnapped her. And eventually Bella came around to Colby after hearing about how Colby's dad died through Colby playing a tape of Ross admitting the fact that he actually killed Colby's father. In the end, her faith of her dad was actually was destroyed and she agreed to go away with Colby. Now, her arrival, it was definitely dramatic and interesting, to say the least. So, the crossbow scene was definitely cool and it was great to see what Bella was like after all those times of having her mentioned on screen by her brother throughout that year. And she was definitely different to how I expected at the start. So, Bella's arrival marked a brand new chapter for Colby and... Also for Bella herself, she was beginning a new life without being chased by her father and without having her father in lying to her and shattering her life. So I thought Bella's arrival it was a great one. It was great to see Colby reunite with her as well after all those years, as well as Dean and Rilla and everybody else. Her arrival definitely was one of the best during that year and probably one of the best in recent times because it was interesting dramatic and eventful and I love that that's just a classic home and array arrival and 
I really love Bella, so I was very happy with the arrival they gave her. But yeah, so that's a little bit about Bella Nixon's arrival. Okay, so now I'm going to dive into Bella's relationships with her family. So, why Colby is the only member of her family that is blood-related and her brother, I also count Dean and Rillo as family to Bella. So, I will be including them in this family relationships section. So, I'm going to start with Colby now. At first, as I said in the arrivals, Bella was hesitant of Colby's sketch that he was going to hurt her, but she quickly learnt this wasn't the case when Colby proved to her that he wouldn't. Now, their relationship did have their ups and downs through the years, as viewers will know. So, Colby was always a protective big brother, a father figure to her, would do anything for her, and definitely would protect her at all costs from Ross, from anybody else that he thought that she would need protection from. Now, Bella and Colby's bond was one of those special bonds between siblings that I really love to watch. So I definitely have some favourite scenes of Bella and Colby, but I'm not going to get into that. But her relationship with Colby was a mostly stable one. They had their moments where they fought. They had their moments when they had disagreements. But really, Colby, as much as he was Bella's brother, had to be a father to her sometimes. So this is probably why that happened. Now... Bella and Colby's relationship was always one that was interesting to watch because you never knew what would happen. Yes, they had stable moments, a lot of them, but sometimes they fought them and sometimes Bella and Colby had made decisions that impacted the other one, which then impacted their relationship, and this did happen a lot. One that I can come to think of is in 2020 when Ross's body was found, so Ross was dead who was Bella's father and Colby was responsible for his death. And after his body was found, Colby made some decisions that Bella didn't exactly agree with, which did cause them to fight and briefly made Bella consider leaving, even though Colby was being investigated for murder at the time. Now, their relationship after that, when he, after he got arrested, kind of got better again. They were able to kind of resolve things and Bella went and saw him in prison after he got in prison and you got that closure scene when although Colby cut Bella off which really sucked it was great to see that Colby wrote the letter for Bella and said that he'll always be her big brother and always love her it was great to know that even though Colby was cutting Bella off that he still loved her and was still a big brother and even though he couldn't protect her anymore he would always remember her and always kind of in a weird way watch over her because Colby cared about her that much even though he had made mistakes and ended up in prison. But I definitely think Bella and Colby's relationship was a special one and it did have its up and down moments but it was really good overall. Now next I'm going to talk about Rillo. So this one as well had some down moments. Now to begin with when Bella and Rillo were reunited it made... Bella a little bit more open. Bella and Rillo remained close for pretty much the whole time. However, like, Rillo was like a mother figure to her. And Bella went to Rillo for stuff that she couldn't exactly go to Colby to for because they were personal girl things. And Rillo supported Bella whenever she was struggling, whether that was with the Tommy situation or with anything else that she might have been struggling with, the self-harming, all of it. However, Bella and Rillo's relationship took a massive turn after Rillo was the one that 
got Colby in jail by saying that he was my murderer and being written as ex. Now, after this, Bella's hatred for Rillo was strong. She couldn't stand Rillo for what she had done to Colby and Bella herself because she had torn them apart, torn their family apart, particularly Bella and Colby apart. And Bella couldn't forgive her for quite some time, which led to Rillo leaving the bay. Now, people would know Rillo returned about three or four months later, trying to resolve stuff with Bella and Dean, trying to explain to him why she bloody was written as ex, and Bella just did not want to have a bar of it, and quite frankly, I didn't blame Bella for that, because it was really, in that was a bit of a snake. I not, like, I get why Colby had to go to jail, don't get me wrong, but I hate what it did to Bella, which is why I didn't really like Willow for her witness X stuff. Anyhow, this is a Bella character talk, so I'm going to get back to that and rambling a bit. But Willow came, she tried to rebuild with Bella, but Bella didn't want to bother it, no matter how many people tried, whether it was Dean or Ziggy or anybody else. But eventually, after some chats and persuasion, and eventually Bella hearing Willow out, she agreed to forgive Willow and have a fresh start, even though she still missed her brother. And then Rillo left the bay not long after, but it had been referenced that Bella and her kept in touch. So they were definitely back on friendly attends then for stuff we witnessed. Ex- now, my favourite Bella family relationship is actually Dee. Now, this is one you got on and off in 19 and 20 and even 18. You didn't really get to see as much of it because Bella always had a scene pretty much with... Colby and Rilla, you only occasionally in those years got scenes with Dean. Now, Bella and Dean, in those scenes where that they did have, they were always really good scenes. It was always Dean caring about Bella or vice versa. And it was always Dean helping Bella out and being there for Bella when she was struggling, which also did happen beyond the first couple of years that Colby and Rilla were in. Now, their relationship grew and got closer after Colby and Rilla had left in 2021. You got to see more of Dean being protective of Bella. They both shared the apartment. Dean helped Bella through the Colby stuff. He was there for her through everything. Whether that was when Nico cheated on her or she was struggling with anything else and or even if he was struggling, they were there for each other. But you definitely got to see the relationship grow and develop from the early stages to when Bella left. It was really great to see their like bond grow, and it was great to see Dean being a, like brotherly figure to Bella, and it was great to see that Dean was there for her whenever she needed it. He really cared about Bella and would do anything for her, and it was proven time and time again that this was the case. Now, even though Dean had left in 2022, or 2021 even, actually, Dean left to move in with Ziggy after an accident. Now, this accident was obviously the car crash, and Bella did struggle knowing Dean was in hospital, as well as Nico, but did struggle with um, Dean being in hospital. And then after Dean moved out, she kind of struggled a bit missing him. And you didn't really get to see as much of that on screen, but it was just something that was really clear to me. Now, in 2022, Dean actually offered Bella to live with him and Ziggy after Bella was struggling living with Mackenzie. So they eventually ended up living together again. You did get to see some more scenes, including Dean being there for Bella when she needed it after Chloe just became basically obsessed with Bella for a period of time. And Dean made her see the light in some ways that 
Chloe needed to give her some breathing space and it was great to see that she would listen to Dean and Dean could give her a different perspective on that. And then you got to see the scenes all the way until when Bella left their last scene. It was actually really great to see Bella and Dean have a heart-to-heart and Dean saying he would miss her and vice versa and how proud of her he was. Dean always pushed Bella to do what was best for her and Bella said that in a final scene and I definitely think that Dean and Bella's bond was really special and it was one of the better bonds. In fact, I preferred it over her bond with Colby and Rilo. So, yeah, there's just a little bit about the family relationships. I apologise if this has been shorter, like this section's been shorter to the other episodes. It's only because I'm pretty exhausted and I do want to get this pot up this week. So, yeah, there's a little bit about Bella's family relationship. Now, I will be talking about Bella's romantic relationships. Now, during Bella's time on the show, she only really had one romantic relationship, and that was with Nico. Now, in full honesty, I never was a fan of this relationship, so me talking about it, it's probably going to be the shortest segment on this podcast, because I just really hate the relationship and hate talking about it, how it's a crucial part, I guess, of Bella's storyline, which is why I am. So... Bella and Nico in Trenny Trenny, friends first, instantly bonding due to them both losing their fathers and both going through that and then they built up a friendship. Bella later decided she wanted to sleep with Nico, however, all all came too much, she kicked him out and self-harmed. Now when Bella left the baby for a brief period, they were on break and then... When she returned, her and Nico started a building, and when Bella was ready, they jumped into a relationship. About probably, it was mostly stable throughout 2020, even to the point that Bella was considering going to New Zealand. In fact, was going to go to New Zealand until stuff with Colby happened with Nico. So their relationship had grown from the point of start of 2020 to the end. It was a really strong relationship during that year. And then in 2021, when Nico returned, it started off strong either way. They had a few bumps in the road. Now, these bumps in the road at that time was due to Chloe. Chloe was kind of getting between Bella and Nico, but Nico soon realised that and fixed it, and they were back on track. However, this all changed during a crucial storyline, which was the modelling storyline. Now, this storyline, Nico discovered that Bella was getting used and didn't tell us straight away. Eventually, he did. However, during the modelling storyline, you saw that Nico got kissed by somebody else. You saw, then saw Nico kiss and sleep with Sienna after assuming that Bella was sleeping with Emmett. And this caused Nico to, I guess, not tell Bella but straight away. And then when he eventually did tell Bella, they broke up for a brief period. Bella not wanting anything to do with Nico or to even be near him because of what Nico had done, had hurt her and torn her apart and she really struggled to accept that and really struggled to understand why Nico had done it and why it had happened. And it didn't really make sense to her as she thought they were strong. Now, it was really hard for Bella after that. However, there was a turning point for Bella after Nico got in an accident and she realised that she didn't want to be without him. And then Nico kind of was pushing her away. Eventually, they got back together and their relationship remained reasonably solid after that time. And Bella helped Nico through stuff 
particularly after his uncle Ari died and helped him when Ari was arrested and was there for him for everything and Nico was there for her. However, Bella then got a job offer with Emmett in New York, who was her photographer in the modelling storyline, and now they are currently doing long distance, currently being the red because no doubt they'll break up. So currently their status is a long distance relationship and I'm sure in the coming weeks you will find out more about that development between Bella and Nico. But yeah, so at the moment their relationship's long distance but very stable. Now that wraps up Bella's romantic relationship, short and sharp, but there wasn't really much to talk about because for me, A, I'm not a fan of until I wasn't invested in the storylines I had. And B, it just wasn't much of a relationship for me storyline-wise or for me as a viewer because nothing really interesting happened in it and it never really made sense. But yeah, so that's Bella and Nico's romantic relationship for you. Now I will talk about my top three Bella storylines. The first one that immediately comes to mind is the modelling storyline. I know a lot of you can't stand this storyline, and fair enough. However, as much as Nico's side was bad, Bella's wasn't. I loved that you got to see Bella have an internship as a photographer, and it was kind of the start of her career taking off. So you got to see her like as a photographer learning of Emmett, who was one of the best in his field. You got to see Bella do an exhibition. You got to see her photography really like in focus you got to see her career in focus you got to see the start of her growing as a character in some ways I think because I think the photography was really a turning point for her and you got to see like the great mentorship Emmett gave her and the great friendship they developed through this photography and through their love for photography you got to see the photography like be a bigger part of Bella's life again you got to see Bella grows a character, you got to see Bella happy, you got to see the start of what I believe was her career because I think even though she always loved photography, it was her first chance during the internship with Emmett to do it as a job. So the modelling storyline, as much as most of it was bad, Bella getting to do the internship and photography out of it was definitely the best part of it because it was definitely a turning point for her character and career and you definitely got to see Bella do what she loved, which she truly deserved. The second storyline that actually comes to mind for Bella is her mental health stuff. So as people would know, Bella self-harmed and because she was really struggling and you only got to see the one scene of her doing it on screen. However, it was known that she had probably done it before. Now, I think this storyline, I won't get into the scenes as much, but I think the storyline's one of my favourites, more so because it's getting the awareness out there of self-harming and the struggles that people do have and face, like what Bella faced. And I could relate to that storyline in some ways, not necessarily with the self-harming stuff, but the mental health part of it, I could definitely connect to. So it's probably more so one of my favourite storylines because I'm drawn into it because I relate to it and connect to it in some ways. And Courtney Miller did a superb job in that storyline as well. I would just give her a big shout out because she got like the awareness out there for people that didn't know what it's like to go through self-harming and mental health stuff. Because not everyone goes, well, everyone goes through it at some point, but not like extremely bad. But Bella did. 
So Corny portrayed that perfectly. And I think it was definitely great to see a storyline like that. Because you don't get to see those storylines that often on the show. But it's something in life that happens to a lot of people. And it was great to see that they could feel connected to that character because of that storyline. They're like, oh yeah, I can relate to this character because I've gone through it. Or I know how she feels because I've gone through it. And I think that's really good. So the self-harm and mental health storyline was one of my favourites because of how I felt connected to it in some ways and how good Courtney did at that storyline. Now my final storyline that I loved was her departure one, which I will get into more in the departure thoughts. But I thought that it was perfect that Emmett came and offered her a job and that even though she was tossing and turning about going to New York because she didn't want to leave Nico behind, I think that Bella ultimately knew that New York would be the best opportunity for a career rise. And I think Emmett knew that she was the best person for the job also. So I think it was really great to see Bella leave for a job of her dreams because if Bella left any other way, I probably wouldn't have been happy. But the fact that she left for a job for something that she loved after all she had been through was something that made me really happy. And I definitely loved that she got her happy ending in that regard. So those are my top three Bella storylines. Okay, so now I'm just going to talk about three of my favourite Bella friendships. Now, Jasmine's one that comes to mind. Sure, they didn't get as many scenes as I would have liked. But when they did get scenes, it was really good. And Jazz was supportive of Bella a lot of the time and was there for Bella a fair bit. Obviously, Jasmine was the one that got Bella into the hospital to see Colby because Jasmine knew that Bella would need to see him and Jasmine cared about Bella and Dean as well as Colby. And I definitely think Jasmine was a good person in Bella's life because she would always be in Bella's corner and she did need it. And Jasmine always reminded her after Colby had left how proud he would have been, particularly during... You saw this at the photography exhibition and it was really great to see Jasmine be the one say that because Jasmine knew Colby pretty much more than anyone outside of, like, Bella's family. Knew Colby and cared about him and it was definitely... Great to see when Jazz and Bella had scenes, how good those scenes were because Jasmine did have an understanding of Bella in regards and Bella and Jasmine were supportive of each other, particularly Jasmine of Bella a lot of the time. So I do think that friendship went a bit under the radar and I do wish we got more of it, but it was definitely one of my favourites. The next friendship I'm going to talk about is a very popular one and, in fact, people ship it. It is the friendship of Ryder and Bella a.k.a. Rella. This friendship, ever since the start, was amazing. Ryder and Bella's support for each other was incredible. I particularly loved how Ryder was always there for her. He was her number one cheerleader. He was such a great support to her through whatever she was going through, whether it was the Nico cheating storyline or whether Bella was struggling herself. Ryder was always there and Bella knew she could always count on him and Ryder knew that he could always count on her. They were best friends and I definitely think that the friendship they had was a really special one and I definitely think it would have been nice to see it leading to something more but at the same time I'm glad it didn't because the friendship was just an unbreakable bond and their connection was truly special. They understood and got each other in ways that no one else did. They were there for each other no matter what the circumstances. And I definitely think that Ryder was Bella's rock. He was the 
one person outside of her family that she would go to and trust with things and I definitely think that that was a really good thing because it showed how much Bella trusted and cared and loved Ryder and they definitely did love each other. Their goodbye scene was actually truly heartbreaking because it was so emotional. I actually cried watching their farewell more than anyone else's when Ryder left. Their friendship was such a special one and it was one that definitely deserved more scenes. I think we got a bit robbed of Rella scenes, particularly this year. But their friendship, yeah, I really enjoyed it and I wish we did get more of it. It was one of my favourites and I definitely always will have a part of my heart that will belong to Rella because that friendship was truly so special. And my final friendship that I loved with Bella was Emmett. Now, I've mentioned Emmett a few times. So as people know, Emmett came in through the modelling storyline and was Bella's mentor. But he was much more than a mentor to her. He was a friend. He was a cheerleader as well as Ryder. But, like, Ryder was the main one. But Emmett was a big support to Bella, particularly through the cheating and stuff. He was pretty much the reason she got through all of that, like, Bella even said to Dean, I don't know what I would have done if Emmett wasn't here, or something along the lines of that. I distinctly remember a scene. I can't remember the line, but I definitely think that Emmett was Bella's rock at times as well, and I definitely think that Emmett knew Bella's strengths, particularly when it came to her photography. Emmett knew that what Bella was capable of and tried every way he could to help her out in her career, even when he left the first time said if she needed anything, whether it was a reference or couch in New York, like anything he would be there for. And I definitely think when he came back, because it was truly special because he believed that Bella was capable of being a photographer and knew that she would be the best person for the job for his assistant. So it was great to see that friendship reunite briefly on screen. And I'm definitely glad that we got it back, even if it was only for four episodes. And how Emmett promised Bella he would be there for her in New York and said she wouldn't be there alone and that he would, like, look after her was really good. I definitely loved the way Emmett did look after and protect Bella through it all. He protected her through the Nico stuff. He warned her about Sienna because he truly cared about Bella and Bella truly cared about him. But that friendship I definitely loved and I do wish we got to see more of because it was a really good friendship and... There was so much more potential for it on screen. Now, my departure falls. I have mentioned bits and pieces about Bella's departure already, but I think it was a really fitting send-off. It was a perfect departure. Everyone that got goodbye scenes with Bella was happy with us. Very grateful that we actually got a solo scene between Dean and Bella because their bond was truly special. So to get to see a goodbye and how... Bella said to Dean, thank you for everything and help, and Dean saying how proud of her he was. It was actually really great to see that and I was really glad we got that goodbye. It actually did make me a bit emotional seeing that goodbye, but I'm really hoping Dean goes to New York soon to see her. And I liked that Ziggy and Mac got to say goodbye to her too. Same with like Emmett being there and I get why Nico was there. The only really thing I would have perhaps liked to see is a Bella and Clary or Bella and Jasmine scene because I feel like those two characters did have a fair bit to do with Bella, particularly Clary in this past year, so it would have been great to see them have a goodbye, even if it was like just a brief one. And overall, though, I'm glad that Bella departed the way she did because I couldn't see her departing any other way. I'm glad she departed for her career 
and got to go overseas and got to do like all that career photography stuff and I'm glad that she went with Emmett because I never thought that Bella would go out of Australia alone because like she had said she hadn't been overseas before so it was great to know that Bella left with someone who would look out for and care for in New York and it was great to see Bella leave for a job and she was truly happy to go to New York to follow her dreams and I really loved that you got to see Bella leave because of her career and to follow her dreams as a photographer and I was really happy with how the departure played out overall. I was very satisfied with it and I'm very glad that Bella departed the race she did. So those are my departure short thoughts. Sharp. Short and sharp, but I had mentioned it already briefly, so it didn't really need to be too long. But yeah, very happy with Bella's departure. Glad she departed the race she did. Definitely glad with who she had scenes with. And really fitting for her. So yeah, those are my Bella Nixon departure for.